What's up, Chicago? Welcome back to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I'm Kevin Kadek, head of content here at CHGO Sports. We took last week off because there was a lot of festivities around opening day. Things were kind of crazy, but we are back. We're talking basketball. Baseball's out of the way for a little bit here, and we're here with a few first-timers on the CHGO podcast. Um, Sabria Whitaker from CHGO Sky. Hello. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for having me. Casey Standahar making her repeat appearance. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Good and to be Matt here. Peck, who was here on the first one when we were getting to know everybody back on March 4th, which was, I think, three years ago. Yeah, at least. <laughs> I was going to say three decades ago. Three years and a few Bulls losses ago. <laughs> yeah, too many, too many. <laughs> well, so we're you. just diving right into that, Kevin? <laughs> we, we, we are not, and I probably should not have started, because we actually have exciting news. When we launched CHGO, we promised you watch parties and we are actually going to have our first watch party next Friday for Game 3 at the Third Rail Tavern, which is in our neighborhood. <laughs> Details to follow, but uh, make your plans for that Friday night. We're all going to be out there watching the game with, with Matt and Big Dave yeah. and other personalities. If you can't find the place, just listen for my voice screaming out in agony because yes. the Bulls are you know, trailing by four at halftime, and Look, I'm not if, if, dealing if, with it very well. If they're going to sneak a victory, it's probably going to be that game three, so I think that's what, what we're planning. My pal Gottlieb thinks their best shot at stealing one is game one. Catch the Bucks off guard. Trap game. I don't know if I agree with him, but there are multiple theories. We'll see Easter Sunday. <laughs> maybe uh, Giannis has a little uh, too many peeps that morning. You think Gross. he likes peeps? <laughs> well, who doesn't? People like, I mean, I like peeps, but a lot of people don't are like peeps. Are going to turn this into a peeps debate right Peeps off? are but nasty. They're not Disgusting. nasty. No Let's also not trust the girl who just admitted to us that she is waiting for her Arby's to be Guys, delivered. Ew. I love Arby's. Thank you, Sabria. <laughs> I have, I have no you? shame. I love 80? it. Literally, their roast beef sandwiches are good. The okay. fries are like the only acceptable. Their curly fries there. are Thank also you. good. Next, next time we're doing this this <laughs> podcast and Casey's on it, she's going to have to wear the Pharrell Arby's hat. I will. At I will. I ring the shame bell at her. <laughs> <laughs> no going to Photoshop it on you. You guys can't embarrass me. I'm not embarrassed about it. Well, hey, the, the, the watch party is going to be fun. We're looking forward to, to meeting everyone and, and, and partying with the fans on that Friday shame. night. So uh, <laughs> stay tuned for details. We will have more as they become available. On today's show, we are talking Chicago versus Milwaukee in advance of this playoff series, which starts Sunday at 5.30, game one, up at Fiserv Forum in Milwaukee. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the bucks bulls rivalry. After we do that, we're going to talk about the Chicago-Milwaukee rivalry, if it exists. And then after that, we're going to talk a little WNBA because we have Sabria in the house today. She had some yeah. awesome – the WNBA All-Star game is coming to Chicago this summer. But Sabria also had a really cool Twitter thread that I loved about sneakers. And I'm an old guy. I've never been a sneakerhead, but I want to get into it. So I'm going to ask Sabria some advice on that because she always shows up wearing the best kicks. We all um, need advice on that. <laughs> Thanks. So anyhow, uh, the Bulls-Bucks rivalry. Yeah. Is it a rivalry, Matt? Uh, it could become one. Um, I'm actually going to write about this for my weekly column that's going to drop tomorrow. Um 
there hasn't been much of one over their collective histories. You know, these are two teams that were expansion teams in the late 60s joining the NBA. And in all of that time, they've only faced each other in the playoffs four times, which is crazy. Once in the days of Norm and Bob Love, Chet the Jet Walker, shout out. Um, and then a couple of times during MJ's tenure, his rookie season, again in 89-90, uh, and then just that one series between a very young Giannis and the last iteration of the D Rose Tibbs Bulls in 2015, right. which was the series before Rose's Game Three shot and then LeBron's Game Four shot and Bulls fans crying. Sabria, do you hate the Bucks? Absolutely. <laughs> All I mean, right, I, here we go. <laughs> I hate anybody that's not Chicago. Um, <laughs> you know, with the exception of the Cubs, like I hate them too. But uh, yeah, please just let me know when I can begin my rant on Mr. Allen. Um, and all the smoke I would like. Why are you asking for permission? Well, I just wanted to know when, when we were getting there. I didn't know if we wanted to jump right in that. So <laughs> let's, just let's get me. in. Let's go. Just be careful, Sabria, because Casey posted my rant about Grayson from a few weeks back, and Bucks fans on Twitter found it, and I now pull up. Ooh, they mad. She said, pull, pull up, up to my mentions at S U B R I A W H I T A K E R. I take. Listen, I want all the smoke. Let's go. I love it. <laughs> I will say so. Like it feels like that Grayson Allen incident, act of violence. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like that was kind of like a watershed moment for this, for this rivalry because yes. it it was sort of lacking that bad blood. We've never developed that bad blood. Either the Bulls are good and the Bucks suck, or the Bucks you know are good and the Bulls suck. <laughs> and now the Bucks are obviously reigning NBA champions. Right. The Bulls are are trying to climb up to the throne again. Not quite there, so I don't know. You know, maybe the the Bucks don't quite view us the same way as they might right now. The Heat or other teams that they've had, you know, long you know the Nets long playoff series for. But that Grayson Allen is kind of what we need, like almost like a, the the old Stanley Cup playoffs bad type of blood, right? Yeah, yeah. You want some of that still, and you know we have seen a couple of Bulls players give Grayson a a decent foul. First it was Derek Jones Jr., and then in their last regular season game it was Vooch. Sending him to the floor. Um, but you're right in that, like, right now, they're the defending champs, and the Bulls are a team that's trying to be on the up and up. But, you know, the, the Pistons didn't fear the, you know, those younger iterations of young MJ, young Pip, young Horace, because they knew that they were better than them and that they also had a mental edge. And that's the part that's been frustrating for me to watch is feeling like anytime the Bucks go on a quick little run or or the Bulls have a few possessions that come up empty in some of these regular season games, the Bulls are the ones hanging their heads and the Bulls are the ones getting pushed around. So right. clearly, like, I'm like, really, that pisses me off to no end. And I'm starting to feel a little bit of a, a rivalry here between Bulls and Bucks. But right now, the Bulls are the little brother and the Bucks are the big brother. But it's okay because, you know, they're trying to get, what, championship number three in franchise history, you know, this season if they defend their title. If they do that, they'll still only be three to our six, so I can still sleep at night. Casey, where are you at with the Bucks? I mean, the only thing I like about the Bucks is that they have great in-game presentation. They have awesome they, – I mean, like, the Pfizer form's new, right? So, like, that's yeah. cool. It's great. But it's not classic like the UC. And I know these teams have met, what, four times in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. So, I mean – I res- it goes back to the 70s, 74 with Kareem, like, drafted by the Bucks. Yeah. That's where it started, but it's kind of dwindled since then, so. I respect that they were able to build what they've been able to build. They stayed in Milwaukee um, with, with that, 
with that arena. Obviously, they landed the freak, which is an absolute right. game changer. And he stayed in Milwaukee, right, which right. is like why they're still there. He yeah. could have left and bolted to some big market. And to his credit, he said, no, I'm going to stay in Milwaukee and I'm going to win a championship. And he did. But only it's only an hour and a half from the UC to, to Milwaukee. So it, should, it feels like it should be more. It feels, though, like the, the Bulls should actually have a blood rival on the, on the level of the Cardinals or Packers. And the Bulls don't quite have that. It's almost like it's changed over the years. Well, yeah. I mean, like, there's always this comment when people talk about, like, Serena and someone, and they're trying to make it a rival. And then you go look at the score, <laughs> and she maybe has beaten Serena, like, twice. And it's like, well, is that really a rivalry? So yeah. I just feel like they don't necessarily deserve a rivalry with us yet. I mean, they do now after mm-hmm. Allen, but before then it was like, catch up. We don't really know you. I mean, you're there, but you know, you have to do a little bit more to be on our radar in a sense. Yeah. But now with the whole Allen situation, now it's personal. So I think that's even a different type of rivalry, not a rivalry of respect, right. but more of just like, we owe you one. Who do you think the Bulls biggest rival is though? Cleveland. For sure. I mean, okay, well, maybe that's another personal thing because immediately when you start talking about Milwaukee, my first thought was to pull a, um, like a chapter from Joe King's book and say, well, I've never heard anyone say they go to Milwaukee on yeah, vacation. Yeah. Um, and to this day, I still want smoke with all LeBron fans. So, like, but I feel like it's, it's been a, like a revolving top spot. Like it used to be the Knicks or the yeah. Pistons. Then it was the Heat. Then it was the Kev. Yeah, Kev. I always now thought it was Detroit. Is it Detroit? Really? You think historically? Now? Okay. So Matt and I were talking before the show. I think it's the Knicks. So, I mean, and like, I'm fresh off of reading Blood in the Garden by Chris Herring. Great book, by the Shout way. Out to for, Chris. For, for all Bulls fans yeah. to read it. The entire story of the 90s Knicks and the Bulls are obviously very prominent in this t- telling of that story of the 90s Knicks. Uh, like, I-, I think that the Pistons and the Knicks are essentially on that same level, but it's just that the Bulls were different. Um, as far as when the Bulls-Knicks rivalry was a thing, the Bulls were the ones being uh, who everyone else was trying to knock off the top of the mountain. They were the champs. The Knicks were coming at them. They were young and scrappy. The Knicks were to the Bulls what the Bulls were to the Pistons. But they were equivalent quality of rivalries, in my opinion. If you're talking about modern Bulls, post-Dynasty Bulls, the answer isn't a team. The answer is a name, and it's LeBron frickin' James. (laughs) Okay, so I was half right. (laughs) So, okay. There's a common thread. The best Bulls team post-Dynasty was the D-Rose Bulls of the early 2010s. In a span of six years, LeBron knocked the Bulls out of the playoffs four times. 2010 with Cleveland, 2011 with Miami, 2013 and again with Miami, and 2015 when he was back in Cleveland. That's the Bulls' rival, and thank goodness he decided to go play for a crappy Lakers team. Get out of the conference. Get out of our division. <laughs> see you never. I, I just wish that there was a team, and I think it's almost kind of a reflection that the Bulls are still a newish team, right? A newish wow. in, in parentheses yeah. compared to because they started off in the '60s. They were largely terrible until Michael Jordan showed up. And they've been largely terrible since he left. So it's, <laughs> nothing has really ever stuck. Um, no. Nope. Yeah. So I don't know. It's not like the Cubs Cardinals, you know, were playing each other in the 1920s and 30s and 40s, whatever. The Bears and Packers are the oldest rivalry in the NFL. And um, But even like Brewers Cubs with I-94 rivalry, like so that's, I, that's that, more that of a thing. That brings me to my next thing. Like, you know, I, I feel like Brewers Cubs now is finally becoming more of a thing 20 what, five years into 
right. the Brewers being in the National League. So, but I, I like a lot of that is like we, we saw the series last week. There was, you know, a lot of, they're hitting each other with pitches. Wilson Contreras is going or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it feels like it's finally developing the Chicago Milwaukee rivalry. Yeah. And like definitely when Ryan Braun got all mixed up in his scandal a few years, I guess that was a while ago now, but yeah. that like that just added fuel to the fire of Chicago people throwing stones at anything that people up there in Wisconsin. Well, the, the, the Sox Brewers were a pretty underrated rivalry back, yeah, you know, yeah. for a long time. Yeah. The Brewers joined the National League, and all that happens is Sammy Sosa hits like 60 of his 66 homers against the Brewers that year. I think that was the actual. Yeah. The actual but but what was the big story? It was him versus Mark McGuire slamming homers for who? Right, right. <laughs> the, the real rival. Yeah. So. And now Miller Park is Wrigley North. How do you think Bucks fans view <laughs> the Bulls right now? Oh, they don't like us. They they have serious little brother complex still, and they're trying to puff out their chest because they got a championship. <laughs> if my Twitter mentions could tell stories, my God. Um, and and like I think that they are bitter about the fact that that you know speaking of bl- fill in the blank North, that's United Center North still. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll see what the what the attendance split looks like in these first two Milwaukee home games, games one and two of the series that starts on Sunday. But in these regular season games, even in the last span of years when the Bucks have been good, not even champions yet, but good, and the Bulls have been utter trash, that place is still fifty percent or more Bulls fans because Bulls fans are real and Bucks fans are new and trying to pretend that they're real. The last Michael Jordan game I was ever in attendance for was that last se- the last dance season. You couldn't get a ticket here at the United Center, or you know, if you did, they were four or five hundred dollars, whatever. And I, I still remember calling up like Ticketmaster when the Bradley Center tickets went on sale, and I think it was like a January game or something. My dad and I went there, and that was that was the last time we saw Michael Jordan play for the Bulls. Yeah, so it was a heck of a lot easier and cheaper to get a ticket to a Bulls game outside of Chicago right. somewhere, even though it was up there. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the rivalry's had its moments, but it's, a lot of times it's been, okay, we're winning game number 70 against, yeah. against the Bucs. Uh, it's just there. like the timelines, when the Bucks have been good, the handful of times they have been, the Bulls have been bad, and, and vice versa. All right, well, so we're going to actually now dive into our second part of this Chicago versus Milwaukee conversation, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. And every CHGO sports podcast that we have, we have a fun second segment. But first... The best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you will get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you will receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more and a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. By the way, if you do get that CHGO membership, uh, Big Dave just wrote an awesome article about why this uh, playoff appearance yes, means a lot to him because of the last five or six years in, in Bulls fandom. Um, anyway, if you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we will help you out. PointsBet is your home for live in-play betting, and it just got even better. Introducing PointsBet's new feature, Live NBA Same Game Parlay, which is going to come in handy for the playoffs. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect Live NBA Same Game Parlay only with PointsBet. You can combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can also boost your Live Same Game Parlays. Boost! 
Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. And now online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. While you listen to us debate Chicago versus Milwaukee, I will tell you this one, one thing. You can't points bet in Milwaukee yet. Wisconsin has not Ooh. made that available. No, because they're losers. Point you can't even Chicago. You, you can't online register. You can't in person mm-hmm. register. You mm-hmm. got to come back across this. You know, this, you might have to pay a toll, but uh, <laughs> if you want to make a bet, you come back in on, on points bet. But it'll be worth it because you're going to win. Anyway, what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred. And even if you aren't a sports betting person, that's okay. You should still sign up for a CHGO membership because you're going to get all sorts of amazing things. Not only these podcasts and live shows that we're doing on every Chicago team every day. We're doing pregame and postgame shows. You can check those out for this Bulls playoff series against the Bucks coming up. We're also doing those now for both the Cubs and the White Sox with those great crews. Uh, premium written content for your CHGO members at allchgo.com, including that piece of my guy, Big Dave, that Kev just mentioned. Uh, everybody writing about uh, all of these teams across the board. Vinny with the White Sox, Ryan and those guys with the Cubs, plus dope shirts. I'm seeing so many on Twitter. Our pal Mark K, our contributor from Australia, just got his CHGO shirt in Australia, and I don't have mine yet, and I'm freaking out a little bit, but they're on the way. Uh, And you get a free shirt when you sign up for that membership, plus access to our members-only discords, one channel for every team to hang out with your fellow fans. That discord is getting great. Oh, it's fantastic. Fired up during during every game. I was watching the Sox last night. People going back and forth. So, you know, I like... I've, when I've been hanging out in there, I'm like, oh, I could spend all day in here with these crazy fans. So if you're looking for a way to procrastinate at work, but doing so subtly, check out those Discord channels. They're a lot of fun. What are you waiting for? Sign up. CHGO. Have you been in the Sky Discord, Sabrina? Not yet. I have not. you got to get in there. I will. Soon the season starts, what, May 7th? May 6th. May 6th. Yes. Soon. Exciting. Yes. Awesome. Anyway, uh, keep the comments coming here. Chicago versus Milwaukee. I love some of these. Uh Charlie, I love this one. As a kid from Chicago and current student at Marquette, Chicago is a much better city. However, Milwaukee is a lot better for broke college students. Easily, <laughs> Chicago is greater than That's Milwaukee fair. as a city, though. That's yeah. fair. I like that. The great thing about uh, going up to Milwaukee is that your blood alcohol content just automatically r- rises when you hit <laughs> city limits. There's, like, nothing you can do. It's like you get there, you immediately have to get out of your car because – because you'd be driving over the legal limit. Yes, <laughs> it's just like beer. Several beers just appear in your lap when you cross the state line. <laughs> All right, before we get into some of these fun categories, and we want you guys in the chat to actually tell us your favorites or who you think wins these different categories. But Lawrence, can you bring up the the all time records of Chicago sports teams versus Milwaukee sports teams? This is actually is not pretty. Oh no! You got you got it, Lawrence. Okay. So, all time, the Bulls lead the Bucks 132 to 127 for now. Well, hey, and that will still stand regardless of what happens in this series because even if the Bucks win it, they'll still be a 131. I'm, I'm not feeling great by, like, next January. <laughs> we, got him, we got him by at least another season, Kev. So, do you remember, like, when the, the Bears led the Packers by many dozens of games? Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. longer. So, the Bulls lead the Bucks 132 to 127. The Packers now lead the Bears 103-95-6. So even if we had somehow managed to 
you know, win those ties, we'd still be behind. Brewers lead the Cubs 200 to 198. That looks like it's going to probably go back and forth uh, for a while. The White Sox are, are the, <laughs> the savior here. Clearly the better team. 208 to 181. And I think it's probably going to be really hard for the Brewers to close that gap because um, they don't just, what they're going to play a, a maximum of three times a year now. Right. So, uh, we're, we're good for that for now. And then I threw this one in. Marquette all-time leads DePaul 77 to 44. Man, that Men's is a lot basketball. further of a gap than I would have guessed. Yeah, I we need the women's basketball stats. Can we look up the women's basketball? If it's not, I don't know if that was on Stat Muse. If it's not in DePaul's favor, though, then it has to be. Don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to clarify that Marquette leads DePaul uh, men's basketball team. Like, why? Why can DePaul like have a great women's program and the, the men just can't put it together? I mean, I DePaul women's team legend know. Sarah Kustak used to do sports broadcasting here in Chicago. Yes. Now she's doing uh, Nets games for uh, Yes Network out in New York. Yeah, Mad Hooper for DePaul. It just sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I and I and I want the DePaul women to get to a Final Four. Can we get, can we make that happen, Spruce? Yes, I need people to come help Anissa out though. Yes. Like she cannot do it herself. Shout out to. We need Anissa in studio. That would be a great, great pop. So I heard that that request would have to go through Coach Bruno, but I think we might be able to make it work because we'll get Coach I saw. Bruno out here too. I saw on Twitter uh, right before I came here. It's DePaul Day at Wrigley. Unfortunately, I cannot attend because I have vowed to never step foot in Wrigley. What's your beef <laughs> with Wrigley and the Cubs? I'm a Southsider, and <laughs> it's just uncomfortable whenever I go <laughs> over there. I don't like it. We had a DePaul class in yesterday for the I Bears podcast. That. So that was kind of cool. We need yeah. some more DePaul. Yes. They're going to send us a pennant. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. I want the old school DePaul logo. Yeah, we want that, that old blue all. demon. I don't want the, what do you call like the new one? There's like a know. name for it. The new Wait. DePaul. <laughs> all right. Chicago versus Milwaukee. You guys ready to get, get started? Let's on do it. Categories? Yeah, I'm ready. Better Lakefront. Is that even a question? No, they have not. a lakefront? Yeah, yeah they do, do they? <laughs> I didn't know you could go down to the lake there. They have uh, a great lakefront brewery. I will give them that. Lakefront brewery is amazing. Yes. You will get to that. But it's actually but not on the lakefront. It's on a river. You're right. <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, what was the name of that three-eyed fish in that episode of The Simpsons? <laughs> Blinky? Yeah. That, <laughs> Wisconsin lakefront? That's, that's what I have in my mental image. Yeah. Uh, Chicago, obviously, had the... Foresight to set aside a lot of uh, the lakefront for public land, and that has benefited as well. So Chicago gets the square or circle or whatever. <laughs> Honor of Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> RIP. Oh, sorry. Uh, best skyline slash architecture. Chicago. Like, like also no kind of goes along with lakefront, right? No because doubt. ours is a skyline I'm on a lakefront. And- pattern. Every time you roll up on, on 94 and you're in that like weird little – pretzel highway system that they've got down there. You're like, this is it. And every <laughs> building looks like it stopped being cared for in like 1972. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we've actually built several new buildings since 1972, including the Sears Tower, my friend. So Chicago gets that. All right, here's, here's a category that I think Chicago might be able to, or Milwaukee might be able to compete with. Best sausages, bratwurst versus the Polish. This might be the one category where I will 
give them the if you're if you're giving bratwurst that. to yeah. Wisconsin you're and saying to the, the Polish podcast, is Chicago, you are, you are missing like some great <laughs> pictures of like I'm just gonna leave right now and find the the closest. I've just always been a brat guy over a Polish Same, guy. Yeah, and I mean like dude, just like even like Sheboygan Jewel Osco brand bratwursts are some of the most delicious things you can eat any day of any week I'm any so time. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Polish here. Okay. I got to rep that. It's it's a different, it's a different, you know, it's, the bratwurst is more utilitarian. Mm-hmm. You can eat it more regularly, but the, I think the Polish sausage is exquisite. So I'm going to go with the Polish sausage, dice that up, a little sauerkraut. Oh, sure. Really good. Still Delicious. Good. All right. Here's a good one. I think this, this, this one might, might open up a chord here. Best television shows. And there's a lot in actually both cities. So I see this list that you've typed up. And to me, it's Chicago by a mile with <laughs> with just one show, and that's Family Matters. I watched that show religiously as a kid. You can't beat Reginald Vell Johnson and uh, Jaleel White, right? Who played Urkel? Yeah. Like limitless belly laughs watching that show. Yeah. Reginald Vell Johnson is a treasure. They tore down the house from the opening credits. It was in Lincoln Park. Well, thanks for depressing me, Kev. And they... <laughs> I know it's just kind of what happens, um, and they just built like one of those kind of soulless three-story, you know, duplexes or whatever. All right, Chicago television shows, and this is not comprehensive, but we've got Good Times, great show, Family Matters, great show, ER, great show, Shameless. I was not a Shameless guy. I liked it. People love it. It kind of ran out of steam in the last few seasons. I don't think it was like about Chicago. You could have put that said, hey, they're in Boston. It would have been the same show. <laughs> I, I mean, there are a lot of references to the city yeah. and their back of the yards neighborhood. I um, didn't watch the entire run. So uh, you have the shy South Side, which is awesome. Um, Married with Children. Married we didn't with put children on there. We don't have on there. But good show. What else is there? Well, and then, like, every crappy <laughs> Chicago Dick See, Wolf show. And so I read that in the list, and I was I didn't even say anything because I watched Chicago PD uh, last good? night. I, I like Chicago PD. Okay. I do like Chicago PD, but I do want to add on there, um, are you all familiar with 50 Cent's Power? Oh. If yeah. familiar with it, yeah. The new one, Power Force, is set in Chicago with Tommy, and there's a lot of authenticity. And some of the um, – some of the actors were just shouted out at the Bulls game. I really? Saw. Yeah. So I'm, so, I'm like 10 years behind on television, so you can't <laughs> count that against me. Once I had children, that was it. <laughs> and also, it's not a show, but Hardball, I mean, you all remember that movie, right? I mean, someone did ask, what about movies? Hardball. I don't think there's any Milwaukee movies. Milwaukee movies, yeah. it's they're always just visiting. Blues Brothers, <laughs> Wayne's World. Right. Like, it's just... It's just a, <laughs> right. Know, Blues Brothers is a Chicago movie. Is there a good Milwaukee movie? I don't even know. No. Any, Wisconsin Wisconsin television shows: Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, that '70s show, Step by Step, and then I don't. No one's ever heard of this show. It was a whole new ball game. It was on ABC in the mid '90s. Corbin Burnson played a played a Wisconsin sportscast. Sportscaster. I may have been the only person who ever I've quite literally never heard of that show you know, in my life. And I spent my 90s watching television. Look it up. That's it Richard, Richard, I, Richard. I don't Ki- believe you. Richard Kind was in it. Bing Bong from Inside Out. Aw. I love that movie. 
<laughs> you just thought of Bing Bong Dime, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. yeah. We're going to Chicago on the television shows, I, I think, across the board here. I think we have to. All right. Yeah. So the first thing that comes up when you Google a whole new ball game is a like a cartoonish looking children's book made for fourth through sixth graders. How many how many like pages <laughs> do you think you have to go of Corbin Burnson results before getting to a whole new ball game? Uh, probably like seventy five. Uh, okay, so a whole new ball game TV series nineteen ninety five IMDb is like near the bottom of page one for Corbin. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Okay. Um, accidentally helping Milwaukee here because uh, someone put Mister Three Thousand in there. That oh. movie. It it says it's a Milwaukee that Brewers a player. One. However, Bernie Mac is from Chicago. And his yeah. daughter attended Morgan Park, which has a theme here. Clearly, that's my Morgan Park agenda. So that goes back to Chicago well, and, by default. And Major League was also filmed at County Stadium. So you got that, that. Is that a Milwaukee movie? Is that qualified? I don't know. That's Cleveland. Ew. Cleveland movie. But it was filmed at County Stadium. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're just visiting, right? I mean, it's, you know, like the Home Alice alone. Cooper concert. We forgot about Home Alone as a movie. Oh, classic. Awesome. Classic. Although, I, I have to say, I prefer Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. So, like, you know, that's that's a New York it's movie, New York not a movie. Chicago movie. Yeah. Chicago movie um, episode of CHGO podcast is going to be awesome. That's just going to be an entire hour. We're not yeah. going to do segments. <laughs> All right, best football hero, Walter Payton versus Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers. Not a contest. Okay, is now the time when we need to bring up what I heard Jared Payton say on the Bears show yesterday? Well, so I, I heard it secondhand from our guy Lawrence here, and we were talking with Greg from CHGO Hawks. So, you know, Jared has a bar out in the Burbs, right, and it's a place where people come and hang out, watch Bears games. He announced yesterday, talking to our Bears crew, that he is opening another bar slash restaurant in the same neighborhood that he's going to tailor to Packers fans. The Northwoods Inn, yeah. No. What Duke's the hell, JP? Duke's Northwoods Inn. Why? We need him to yeah, answer. The, the son of sweetness not, is end. opening a Packers bar on this side of the state line? What the hell is he doing? <laughs> and, like, JP's my guy. I used to do his show Sports Feed, like, all the time. I love JP. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Did you hear the nice things I... JP said about us. Yeah, he said he loves the content. And I just told you JP's my guy, but that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He said, keep it up. I love what you guys are doing. I love the content. Here we are. I love some of these comments, though. Better stadium. Fiserv is ridiculous. I actually haven't been there yet. I really want to go. It's really cool. I want to go for like a Marquette, Wisconsin game. I'm yeah. a Wisconsin alum. So. Mm. I mean, I'll, I'll give him that. It's definitely a nice stadium they did a good job putting it together you know, honestly if i want to see some eastern conference finals basketball i'll probably have to go there <laughs> next month also true gotta play the games for us kev that's true that's true best festival this this is a good one Summerfest versus taste of chicago what about Lollapalooza though everyone oh, loves Lollapalooza. no lol is trash i think Summerfest. that does not help the one. chicago argument i think taste chicago blues fest hell yeah blues fest yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know what taste of chicago has really lost steam the last what yeah. 10 years or whatever i think back in the day i liked taste of chicago because it was like all right we're gonna get straight to eating and then maybe coco taylor will be on the stage later <laughs> right. so i'm going with Summerfest though because i've been up there several times a little bit more diverse of a music lineup a little bit bigger acts but so. is there food 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to stick with Taste of Chicago then because if there's food involved and I'm going for the food, the Chicago food is going to beat the Milwaukee food. So by default, I'm going to have to go with Taste. I, I was research, <laughs> researching last <laughs> night. The, the first big se- section on the Taste of Chicago Wikipedia page is about the 2007 Salmonella outbreak, <laughs> which I don't remember happening. I don't it was remember like one that. Stand. I was like, I feel like Wikipedia, like, I don't know, like... I need to get in there and like contest that. Well, it's on the internet, Kev, so you know it's true. Mm -hmm. And quadruple fact checked if it's on Wiki for sure. (laughs) All right. Um, What else we got? So, who's been leaking? One of you all must have leaked what we were talking about because I see what about music? Any famous artist from Milwaukee, Chicago has plenty. You guys are reading our minds. Right. We'll get to that. That's on the list. Go to the music. (laughs) Coming up. Um, Milwaukee is Violent Femmes and Eric Benet. I could take your leave. Either I think Gus, Guster's from Milwaukee, too. Uh, Guster's, Guster's decent. We have Wilco. We have Kanye. We have Chance. Lupe. Right. Lupe. Common. Twister. Also, um, John Belushi. Chief Keef. Like, come on now. Just seriously. Yeah. B- Blues Dirt, Brothers Dirt, soundtrack. That is true. Fantastic music from start to finish. Sticks. John Belushi. College of DuPage. Shout out. Smashing Pumpkins. That's kind of suburban, but. Bart North's shout Wait, out. Wait, isn't Buddy Guy? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. So Buddy I Guy. think Chicago wins this one. Chicago. Yeah. All right. Um, best WNBA team. I mean, <laughs> catch up. They got to get one first. Chance. All right, but wait, but that, didn't they used to have a Milwaukee Aces team like way, way, way back? Or is that not true? I think that might be. Yeah, but that's be pre WNBA. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there was. Like the WNBA was not the first like league for women's basketball. It kind of came in and took out the uh, the original. Right. Yeah. Best NHL team. Uh, default <laughs> victory for Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into some other ones. Best tailgating Miller Park versus Comiskey. I tailgated for the first time at Comiskey, and it was so much fun for opening day their home opener it was a blast everybody was so nice everybody was just willing to give us food and beer and just talk to us and it was just the mayor you said herb was the mayor of lot b (laughs) so i mean honestly we had a great time i've never tailgated at miller park though Uh, i love comiskey tailgating we talked about going to 35th street dogs and, and getting that and drinking beers that said miller park tailgating is out of this world so i'm i'm giving it to milwaukee here as a Cubs fan, I'll abstain from voting on that category. We should do. We should definitely do a, a bus, a CHO bus trip to Milwaukee one year. Sabria, have you tailgated at Sox Park? No, I am unfortunately like the worst tailgater ever <laughs> in the sense that I don't really think I've ever done it before, except <laughs> that one time. Um, well, Sarah Spain does like the pizza for the tailgate for the Chicago Red Stars. Right. Nice. So I attempted to go early, but I don't think I ever made it there. <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll get you there. We'll do it. <laughs> Best uh, mascot, Bernie Brewer versus Clark the Cub. So Lawrence made a good point about this. Clark the Cub doesn't even have pants, <laughs> but Bernie Brewer has a sick mustache. He does. Daffy Duck didn't wear pants. Does that mean people didn't love him? People don't love him? Why does a mascot need pants? <laughs> it's not like they're anatomically correct. Not a lot of mascots have pants, but for some reason people are particularly offended by the bear not wearing pants. I, why? 
Because he looks like a little, he's like a Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear didn't wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie, the Bernie the Brewer, though, was a lot cooler when he was actually, he dove in the beer. And then they somehow, like, got rid of the beer stein. Because they're like, oh, we got to make this family friendly. Again, I've never walked into Miller Park with, like, a blood alcohol level, like, below 0.5 <laughs> or something. Like, Don't they have a girl mascot, too? Doesn't he have, like, a partner? I think maybe they used to. He might, or they um, used to, yeah. So the Lakefront Brewery, which you talked about, they actually have the original chalet in there. You can actually go in there and pretend like you're Bernie Brewer. And they have the, the bottling line from Laverne and Shirley. So you, you take this tour, and it's, a, it's an amazing tour. Like, if you do the day trip to Milwaukee, you have to go on the Lakefront tour because it's, it's done by these local theater kids. So it's, like, super entertaining because most, like, the brewery tours you go on, they're like, Hops this and fermentation that. And I'm like, this is the worst science class I've ever been to. And I'm tuning out. And please let this be over until we can get to the beer samples. And there you like actually bring the beer along and they tell jokes. And you get to see the bottling line from Laverne and Shirley and wave to like the, you know, the glove on it, whatever. So Lakefront Brewery Tour is, I think, probably better than any brewery tour here. Yeah. Oh, come on. Are you the kidding Goose me? Island tour is, is really cool. Is but it? it is, like you said, it's a little science -y. Very science. Mm -hmm. You got to like learn science. the science behind your beer. Yeah. Also, right. there are a zillion breweries in Chicago, and you could do a brewery crawl throughout the city, any neighborhood, and it will be <laughs> whatever they got going on across the border. Best throwback logo, the Milwaukee ball and glove, or the uh, winning ugly 83 socks <sighs> batting guy. Is there a name for him? When I realized that, the MB was in the glove. I was shook. Me too. I mean, it's incredible. I, I have a brewer's friend who pointed that out to me, yeah. like, not maybe five or six years ago. Yeah. My brain exploded. Literally. Like, I was today years old. And, I mean, it's a great logo. They're both great, though. I think the Brewers wins. Yeah. I feel like that Sox logo is great, but any kind of greatness is derived from that 1983 team winning 99 games and, and winning the AL West. So, we're going to give the... The ball and glove logo, although, although the Brewers so, are so dumb, that's that, like they went away for that for many, many years. So, got to stay with it. It's great logo. Did you keep track of the victories, Lawrence? Who wins? <laughs> Chicago won. won. Chicago wins. <laughs> All right. What do you guys think? I, I think that's what, kind of what we thought was going to happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. At the onset of that exercise, I could have told you. <laughs> Tyrone said. I don't even know why it's a debate. Chicago is by far the best city, and I don't even live there. <laughs> Thank you. Well, the, the, I think the, the jumping-off point, Kev, was because we have a Chicago-Milwaukee series that's about to start this weekend. Correct. What other time to, to visit the rivalry of the cities and not just the, the teams necessarily? And we have to make ourselves feel better in advance of the butt-kicking. Bingo. <laughs> you guys, Char Charlie, we just told him about the MB in the logo. He just figured it out now. That's not true. You're welcome. He is a college kid, though. Learn something new every day. All You're right. welcome. Let's move on. This July, July 10th, the WNBA All-Star Game is coming to Chicago for the first time ever. Sabria is pumped. It's not official yet. The league has not announced it, but Sabria has actually confirmed with some of her sources, sources. that yes. it's a uh, it's a done deal. Um, what can we expect? Oh, um, well, that's a great question. It's like with the WNBA, honestly, you never know. Like you just really never know. Um, automatically, it's better though because last year, even though it was in Vegas, it was on like a Wednesday or Thursday type mm -hmm. thing. So the fact that we have it. 
kind of on the tail of a weekend is really cool. And there's a lot of like Nike and summer jam tournaments going on. So I think, I think if they do it right, it could be legendary, especially since we kind of just had the NBA all-star weekend. So just, we keep that basketball momentum going and just basketball. I mean, Chicago to me is a basketball city. Yeah. I mean, from high school, up so i'm really excited defending champs hosting it which is really cool yes yes have you been to a wnba all-star weekend i have not okay i'm interested to see what it's like so the other thing about it is the fact that they don't have the bids like well teams do bid on it Mm -hmm. but you know we just learned about it allegedly it still hasn't even technically been announced yet right it's what april something July 10th is the game. <laughs> July 10th, right. So it's like it's hard for a lot of fans to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. So because as soon as it was like reported by Annie, we called the hotel that's attached to Wintrust and they're already booked. Oh. So well, that's a tip. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully more people can get it though. I like that it's in Chicago because I feel like Chicago is also like a city you can drive to. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, I would never drive to Vegas. Well, hasn't like Connecticut had it like four times because they're going to sell out the building? And I mean, Connecticut, I think, just has a good foundation with basketball, though. Like, I think the team, the ownership group, because it's community owned, mm-hmm. um, their ownership group just does a lot of great things to build their brand. And I mean, the sky weren't here until 2006 so they kind of have a ways to go I feel like to really tap into the community and build those relationships with like you know DePaul fans and Loyola fans and just the CPS schools all around Mm -hmm. so I think this will actually be a perfect opportunity for them to do that I'm looking forward to it It, I mean it's definitely going to beat NBA All-Star Weekend 2020 because that was like the Bulls were uh, the laughing stock of the league at that point. Yeah. And it, then, it was like, cold. also, it could have been the first Chicago super spreader because that was um, February literally. 2020. So let me tell you, I went, I did participate in it. I had tickets to wherever the WNBA players were, naturally. Uh, Team USA, I had tickets to that. And then I went to whatever activation they were doing in Navy Pier. And then something happened that gave us tickets to, like, the Megan uh, the Stallion concert the day before. Mm -hmm. It's, like, February 15th, which is, like, that Sunday. I'm putting on my clothes to go to my friend's birthday. And I'm just like, wait a minute. And I just felt terrible all of a sudden. You had the first COVID. I got so sick, and I went to get... Uh, like a flu test, they were like, it's inconclusive twice. So obviously it was COVID. OG and COVID. You had the OG, OG, the OG COVID. COVID. All star COVID. <laughs> so anytime I think about COVID, I do naturally think about NBA All Star. Yes, weekend. that was yeah. like the so last big thing. Yeah, like we yes. were all like tearing around the city, having a great time, going to all these parties. <laughs> and then like a month later, the world exploded. I was like, man, remember All Star Weekend? Yeah. That like was we, fun. Like we broke. We broke the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the No Dunks had a um, live podcast at Shuba's. And that, you know, the, that back venue at Shuba's was just, we were just, you know, like packed. Packed like sardines. <laughs> and three yeah. weeks later, I was like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, if there is something that NBA All-Star in Chicago 2020 did accomplish, it is that from, and this is just me being snarky. I I think it's been reported a couple of different outlets. That was the beginning of the end of the old Bulls regime because they were actually embarrassed by being 
hey, All-Star in Chicago. And everybody was like, yeah, but the Bulls suck. And they were like, because they finally, nobody was paying attention to the Bulls, you know, being awful other than the occasional joke here or there. But the, Chicago basketball was the focus for a full weekend, and the Bulls had no excuse for how bad they were. It was so crazy because the, then it did kick off, like, uh, you know, uh, extended month-long run of of Michael Reinsdorf reshaping the Bulls. Yeah, so the, the NBA paused the season March 11th or 12th, I believe, and then in April, they had hired it AK. Was such a, it was such a novelty. It's like they're interviewing these guys over Zoom, right. like, which was like, you know. But but supposedly All-Star Weekend was the start of that process. And they were start, they started putting out feelers All-Star Weekend whenever when the right. entire NBA world was here. So do you, th- you mentioned like fans having problems, you know, making plans for to be here. Mm-hmm. Are the brands going to be here for WNBA All-Star Weekend? So that was another thing. There's a, a brand that's been very vocal. Um, they're called Power Forward. They're actually just, I don't know if anyone has done this before, but they just bought two courtside tickets in all 12 markets mm-hmm. for like their community and you can nominate people. So, I mean, the tickets can go to essentially anyone. Um, and they were talking about months ago, they were like, man, we really want to do some cool activations for All-Star Weekend whenever that is or wherever that is. But because they don't let us know until like the last minute, it's very hard for at least the smaller brands to to be able to do something. And then um, it's also in competition with NBA uh, Summer League. So I think the big brands now have an excuse. I mean, me personally, I don't think they were really going to be here anyway because I think you have the capacity to do both. You don't have to choose. If you want to do, you know, women's sports, you can do it. But now they kind of have an excuse to say, well, we were in Vegas for NBA Summer League that is almost two weeks long and had a bunch of days before the All-Star game and after, but we couldn't go. Sorry. Well, spoiler alert, uh, CHGO will be present in some form. We definitely want to do a live CHGO Sky podcast. So if you're watching this um, and you want to provide a venue or something like that, our ears are open. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Like yeah. if if the fun does not exist, we will create it. Yes, so. absolutely. And it's also really cool that it's in July when people are stoked awesome. about being in Chicago. Awesome. Chicago summertime as opposed to yes. February. Yes. You, you, you and Janice were talking about that on the CHGO Sky podcast. And I was just like, okay, would where would you rather go in in July? Las Vegas, where it's going to be 800 degrees out, Ugh. or Chicago? Well, let's not jinx it. also be 800 degrees I'm out. Say, well, let's not jinx it because Chicago is one of those weird places where it can be – so cold even in july or <laughs> so hot so it's just like hopefully it's a good mix i feel like july is a safe spot yeah. may june is I a don't toss know. up it was a good day the other day and then i walked outside and it was snowing so <laughs> i'm not sure yeah but that's what you get in april july right. I, i'm with Kate. you can count on july being gorgeous in chicago and definitely way better than going anywhere in the southwest where it's like oh do you want your skin to actually melt off today <laughs> come on down to vegas <laughs> Speaking of creating fun, Sabria, you had a great Twitter thread that you unleashed on Sunday yes. where you went and you looked at basketball shoes um, and how they related to team colors in the WNBA. Tell me how you put this together. Okay, so it's okay. So I know that they're technically called basket like some of them are called basketball shoes, like Jordan brand basketball shoes. But I I named it basketball shoes because it was supposed to be like the basketball 
and shoes that aren't technically basketball shoes, but if you put them together, they're basketball shoes. So, I mean, I was looking at uh, Jordan 1 Lowe's one day, and I saw um, these really cool shoes called Spades, and they have the Q on one side and the K on another side, like a deck of cards, and the Spade is on the, the tongue of the shoe. And I was like, wow, that really looks like the Las Vegas Aces jersey. Like, if this were a WNBA team or a Jersey, it would be the Las Vegas aces. Right. And then I was like, wait a minute, a light bulb went off. And I said, I wonder if you can do that with all of the teams. So for quite a few weeks, I just was every day, just looking everywhere I could Googling certain color, like team color shoes and just going through them finding the number that worked best with the shoe. And then if, if you're watching with us, if you notice from the top, can you go back to the top for me? So if you go to the very first one, you see how the shoes are pointed left, and then you go down um, in the thread, and they're a different, like a random type of setup, and then you go, and it's pointed to the left, pointed to the left, not pointed to the left, pointed to the left. What does that mean? Pointed to the left. And not it doesn't mean anything, but I had to find it because, like, if one shoe I couldn't find a picture where they were pointed uh. to the left, <laughs> then I had to go back and make sure, like, just little things that nobody cares about except me. This oh, is then you have the aerial view even. on this pair, right? Yeah. And so I I wanted to do different views, but made sure it was still even, and they happened to be in alphabetical order from the name of and the I, city. I, honestly, if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you go check out Sabria's Twitter feed because um, this was a really cool thread. It got a lot of engagement. I think Aja yes. Wilson actually responded to you. Yeah, Aja um, Wilson, um, Kiana Williams, uh, who was drafted last year, liked it. Um, one of the New York Liberty players. So it, it made his rounds for and sure. And there's nothing worse than actually doing a lot of work on a Twitter thread and then it gets oh, like I know. three. <laughs> so I was like really happy that this took off. Yeah, you off were dedicated to Me awesome. too, me you too. You said it took weeks. I was like, yeah, it well, deserves. I, yeah, weeks of just like, you know, because that was something I didn't want it to feel forced. Like that's right. the, the thin line between content is executing it correctly and not trying to oh that's a reach so I was mm. hesitant to post I was like well doing I have to post it close to the draft because then it'll be kind of like a cool like excitement thing people are already talking about it and yeah. like right before I posted it, I even tweeted I was like you guys I have this content and I don't feel like it's a good idea anymore and people were just like Post it, post it, post, post it. it. So I was just like, okay, I here looked it goes. At it, I looked at it at first, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, they actually made shoes for every NBA, WNBA team. No. But it's like, that wasn't the case no. at all. And looking no. closer, no. it was like, oh, oh my God, Sabri actually went through and found <laughs> so a shoe shoes. for every. That was crazy. So many shoes, yes. Um, but it also gave me an idea. So if you go to the last one, um, I did a little preview because obviously like with the Wilson basketball, I think that helped illustrate it. Cause at first I was going to use logos mm -hmm. and then I got the idea to do basketball and call it basketball shoes, but we're going to do jerseys um, as like a, for all the teams. Like I'm going to go on the CSGO sky page and we're going to do jerseys. Um, I found some cool examples already for the jersey that they um, – the bad luck jersey that they released last year, and then we're going to go back because that was basketball shoes part one. Part mm -hmm. two is going to be the teams that don't exist anymore, like um, the Monarchs, 
the Charlotte Sting. So just going back to revisit because I also think we need to keep talking about the teams and and like get our Detroit Shock and our Houston Comets back. So I want to be able to teach people more about the WNBA in a cool and engaging way. Yeah. Love it. I think that's like one of the, the, the great things that like an opportunity that WNBA has is that there's so much cool fashion <laughs> that can be employed and, and get different people into the game. I mean, it's a lot of opportunity. I've talked about this. I've actually felt very inferior walking into this building uh, with so many young people <laughs> and so many more cooler people than me. And my shoe game is not strong at all. Um, oh, we flexing I, shoes? Hold on. Let me... Look, here we go. Have you seen how shiny Sabrias are? Yeah, her Those like, things sparkle. Leather. Yeah. I can't Damn. I had to bring out the breads for, I mean, you we had were talking to. about They're the impressive. bulls. So. They're impressive. Yeah. Did you, so how many pairs have you bought after making that thread? Because if I went through and did all of that work and saw all of those cool pairs of shoes, I would have probably at least suckered myself into buying like but they're two hard or to, three they're new hard pairs. To find. So look, I didn't get any after the thread, but as I was making the thread, I got the shoes that I wanted yeah. beforehand because I because there were a lot of people who were like, I want these, I want these. Yeah. Unfortunately, most of them you're not going to get unless right. you want to pay like $300 for them. Right. Or more, honestly. Or more, yeah. So you want to pay 300 bucks for a new pair, Kev? Not really, but I do, I do want to <laughs> know, like, how do I start, like, building my sneaker collection? Matt said, uh, you said you're a T-shirt guy. I yeah. am too because it's like, oh, you buy a T-shirt. Now they're up yeah. to, like, 30 bucks, but. Um, it's still cheaper than a pair of shoes. Yeah, it is. You have but to have how, the how sneaker app. You have to have the Nike yeah, app. Yeah, it's, 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 honestly, it's not fun anymore. Like, I started my little shoe collection, for the most part, back when I was in high school, and they were not as expensive because I'm working high school job with high school hours, yeah. getting high school money, and then I can just pull up to Villa or or somewhere and get the shoes the day they come out. Now, you have to have the sneakers app and the oh. Nike app and set a reminder on your phone. And you don't and always get selected. It up and and then it's a raffle for most of them. Right. So it doesn't right. matter if you were there on time. And, and I don't use it, but what I have heard from friends who do is that also, because I, I thought about downloading the sneaker app, and then I did some research, and I was like, this sounds terrible and like a waste of time. Your odds increase in winning those random drawings and pullings and whatever, the more you interact with their app so the more time you spend on their app the the more likely it is that you'll actually win a pair of those shoes really? and it's like who's got hours yeah. in the day to spend just sifting through <laughs> shoes on an app sabria does I'm, I, <laughs> no. I really don't i don't that, that's I, what I, I'm saying. I don't think yeah, anybody no, does. i haven't really hit on sneakers at all i have gotten lucky yeah. um just the fact that i noticed that if they do a drop on nike or sneakers it's coming out in stores later. So if you kind of just, so I have the Foot Locker app mm -hmm. and the Nike app and the sneakers app and Champs and all of those. <sighs> mm -hmm. So I just watch there or sometimes I'll just be by a store and go in the store and yeah. do you have this shoe and they happen to have it because yeah. no one knows it came out. Dick Sporting Goods got a few Jordan Low ones really? randomly. Remember when people used to shop in stores? Yeah. That was a crazy yeah. time in our history. So I, I worked at Sports Authority in high school. Uh, second Bulls three-peat. I got a pair of Jordan, the playoff ones for 97. They just re-released -re -re them with kind of like the – they're black with, like, the white kind of wing, mm. I guess. Mm -hmm. I still have them. They're in good shape. I don't know where they are. Yikes. And I got to find them. They're at my parents somewhere. I can't find <laughs> Go it. Go in the attic, In a, in a box in the attic. <laughs> they were on the sneakers app. 
And I, I wanted to find them because I wanted to walk in and everyone was like, oh, did you win those? I'm like, these are the real oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I have entered two of the drawings. Didn't get selected for both. My Jordan 11s are the sh- coolest shoes I own. And that's it. I, that's where I s- start and stop right now. Yeah. I got to get better. So we, we need to have some sort of sneaker standings here. And I don't know how we're going to score it. Dude, have you seen Cody's shoe game? Cody is strong. That Sabrina dude's crazy. Strong. Yeah. I mean, Twitter will tell us. People were, when the, the people other voted. day, when you put our shoes up there, people, right. some people were so passionate. Like, I don't know if they knew that they were tagging all of us in it, but I'd be scrolling and yeah. feeling good. Like, ooh, they're like, one is heat. And I'm like, ooh, I see a little fire emoji. Then I get to someone, one, they're god-awful ugly. <laughs> and whoever's shoes, though, they are, they should buy number three coffee. And I'm just like, what did yeah. I do to you? So, yeah. so were those yours in the top left square, the number one square? Yes. Like, like the rainbow sherbet looking ones yes yeah see those are fire but i think maybe some people don't have the confidence here we go yeah to pull off a shoe like yeah, we that have Sabrina's. i actually like natalie's the best see natalie's i, I, I voted two. four because i just love a clean looking and shoe. those are cody's okay. Jan- janice is number three and natalie was number two yeah i like natalie's too but i mean i had on my that was the day of the draft so i had on my orange w hoodie okay so naturally if my hoodie is simple i have to go crazy on the feet both, both your and Natalie's shoes kind of reminded me of ice cream. So I, I yeah. To. Yeah. They're very visually You can't appealing. eat shoes, Kevin. <laughs> well, I don't know. You sure can try. <laughs> I don't know. Now, I might have to go do a thread called, yeah. is this cake? And is it a shoe or is it cake? <laughs> I like that. I love that. Hopefully the, they're cake all thread. cake. That's <laughs> yeah. our new podcast here at CHGO coming up next week. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. I, this was a fun hour. It was. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And before you kick me off, I do just want to remind everybody that um, the our great Chicago Bull is from Morgan Park because that is part of my Morgan Park um, agenda. So just. I.O. Yeah. I.O. And uh, grow the game. You have a, a sky ticket deal. Oh, yes. So make sure you are tapping in with us because, like we said, we're going to do something crazy CHGO style for All-Star Weekend. But you can also go to www.growthegamew.com for discounted Chicago Sky tickets for every home game, including the home opener on May 6th against Candace Parker's former team, the L.A. Sparks. And a portion of your ticket purchase will go back to Grow the Game to help us continue um, to make connections, get fans engaged, do a lot of community service work, and continue to grow the game for women's sports. Awesome. And remember, next Friday, Game 3 Watch Party at Third Rail Tavern here in the West Loop. Mm. Matt, Big Dave, and mm. other CHGO personalities, put it on your calendar. We're going to have a good time, regardless of what happens. Anyway, this has been the CHGO Sports Podcast for this week. We will be back here next Thursday at 1230, pack a lunch. Thanks to all who joined us. Thanks to everyone who commented. Had a great time, and we will see you next week.